What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can check out the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, that's where the magic happens, and uh, this is Corey DLG with me as usual, his little brother Nico. How we doing, buddy? I'm doing well, I'm doing well, making poor life decisions as always. Oh, yeah. I just I feel really rushed right now. Like I think I just did that whole intro in like 18 seconds. Yeah, that was pretty quick. Is that a record? I think so. It's got to be at least a top four. So this is this is a record-setting episode of Nerds Thug Radio. Absolute speed radio. <laughs> we're gonna, we're it's gonna still do it. gonna be 55 minutes, but we're, we're gonna do it faster. <laughs> we're gonna do an hour and 22 minutes, fellas. That was my favorite thing you or Joy would say when we used to go to the studio. <laughs> it'd already be like we'd be starting late and you're like all right boys we got about 20 minutes to do three hours <laughs> we're like yeah let's go and then like by like hour one we're just devastated because we're all like keeping the high energy we're just toasted that was the hardest thing was the middle of doing the three hours back then and i don't i don't, I don't even know how now. we did it well i don't remember now why we were doing three hours like that i think Originally, we were... it was like it was like two hours because it was was it three was it, was it two and a half? Were we doing? I think we were doing two hours. I think you're right. And they were together on Fridays. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was like super long. <laughs> were we two to four Fridays? Yeah, something like that. Or like two to four Mondays, one of the two. No, it had to be Fridays. We were getting together in the middle of the week. Yeah, because we're getting together on like Thursday or Wednesday. Oh my god! You know That's... the worst days. <laughs> Cause you still have to get up tomorrow. <laughs> it was that was that was way harder. That was way way harder than what we do now. That's for sure. But we still made it really hard on ourselves when we changed over to an hour a day for two days a week because we were still going into the studio to do it. Yeah, so we were going to the studio twice a week. That was a mess, man. Driving so much too. It <laughs> was such a mess. Oh man. Um. Yeah, those those were those were uh, they were fun, but they were hard times. That's for sure. Oh yeah, that was that was a uh, yikes for me. Um, God, I was just having flashbacks. I'm talking about getting in the studio and all that. Remember when we <laughs> like got together with the Houston Chronicle and they did the article on us? Oh, that was the most awkward thing I've ever done in my life. And like the camera photographer was like, "Can you be less like?" awkward and i was like i, I don't know what to, i don't know what to do with my hands it was no <laughs> and i was like i don't know what y'all need to do i am awkward you're gonna have to catch me candid i don't take good photos <laughs> um i can count reporter... on one hand how many pictures i've taken of myself i know right and then the reporter was doing that weird like reporter shorthand oh, yeah like it was weird watching watching her take notes because you were like how does that mean anything? <laughs> yeah, because it was just squiggles. There's no way she was going to go back and look, and look at that and read it. I don't know. I do love I do love the one where it's like it's like doctors protesting. It's just squiggly lines on like picket fences or picket signs. <laughs> it's just squiggly lines. No one knows what they're saying. That'd be that's pretty good. That's a good one. Is that like a far side? That's a funny. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that was a that was crazy. That was a trip. We did that when we were still. So babies. Yeah, we had only been in it. We hadn't. We hadn't even been on the FM radio that long at that point. No, we like barely started. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a crazy. And then like they use your picture for everything now. Yeah, because I'm beautiful. Oh whatever. Yeah, I didn't have long hair back then, or else I would have said it would have been my my beautiful curly locks. But I had short <laughs> hair back then. I, uh, I still remember. Not me to sound like the cockiest person on the planet, but absolutely doing that. Yeah, because you're like, yeah, we're basically the greatest of all time. Well, but I mean, like, <laughs> well, don't the, let don't tell your neighbors. <laughs> at the end of it, when she, we did one of a one of the things where Joey and I go back and forth on a bunch of stuff real fast, uh-huh. and then we close out, and the photographer's like, "Wow, that was really." What did she say? Something like, "Like oh, that was really good." I don't. Uh, uh, that looks really hard or something like that. And I was like, well, I didn't know it wasn't easy. Like, <laughs> They left. And both you and Joey were like, why would you say that? And I was like, was that bad? Did I? And they were like, no, nah, it's very you. <laughs> very accurate. Very accurate. Oh, man. That was, those were, 
I don't know. Back in back in the day. Back in the day. How many conventions and comic flusas and everything since then? Right, yeah. Been nuts. Man, it feels makes makes twenty twenty feel like such a wash. It really does, right? Because we did so much other stuff and then we were trying to get ready for a bigger one and then man, man, man. Yeah, because January was looking up so hard and then it was like, well, world ended, sorry. Yeah. Um <laughs> God it really was. You know what though? That's all right. That's all right. We'll bounce back. That's okay. We'll New beginnings. Back. It's January. It March again. Oh God. Yeah. You said January I'm, twice now. And I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. That's <laughs> not. It's not January anymore. It's not. I have a complaint hey. for you. Hey, did I did I just find out it's not January? Yeah. Time travel, bro. Uh, Gosh. So I got a new phone. I, t- I told you this right. I got the new phone. The I'm now rocking yeah, the, the Apple you, iPhone 12 Pro. Yeah, you got like, like, I got my phone replaced not that long ago, and you're already like eight ahead of me. Uh, this one has, I'm looking at the back now, five holes that look like cameras. So I've got five cameras. 20 cameras? Um, it's so I can make 3D images of uh, my chest hair. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. But, um, the phone came with, you know, the little cords that charge. And I thought, I already have the ones from the last phone, and they still fit into this phone. So I didn't look at the other end of it. Oh, my. Your phone can wrecked by USB-C. Yeah, what is this thing? What? What is... What is... So that's, so that's USB-C, which is just a different form of USB. But no one uses it except Apple. Oh. And like, very... It's like it's like Apple and like a few other things that use it, but like it's a super weird, narrow, like really bad platform. So I got excited because now I have two Apple cords that fit my phone for the first time probably ever in my life. So and it's wrong. I was gonna use this one in the car, the new one in the car, because I have the other one already set up by my bed to charge at night. Right. Well, I get in the car and I go to try and plug it into the back of the little lighter thing, and it. Yeah, it's a U. It's not a USB, and I was like, "What?" And then it's this perfectly round little hole that's for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's USB C, which is terrible. Ugh. This is why you got You got to go with the advanced method. You got to have just a straight up outlet in your car, like me. Well, you just plug it in. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna wind up at some point just going to the Apple Store, just getting another cord, or, or just things that plug into the USB C. I don't know, one of the two, one of the two. But yeah, I was like, I didn't... Just break down and buy a cool car charger. That's what I did, and honestly, it's been the greatest investment of my life. Yeah. My phone died when I, when uh, we were driving from Austin, and I was like, well, I can't not have a phone. So I stopped in the middle of nowhere, Walmart, and bought one, and it's been a lifesaver. All right. I mean, I used to I used to use them, and I just never really trusted them. Because I would get like... You would get it when you're in a bind, right? You never buy a car charger when you don't need one, right? Like, it's always... right. Again, example of mine. I literally, I needed it because my phone was dead and I was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. So, like, I got one at a, you know, I've got like two or three at gas stations before, and they just they suck. Just fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I went the extra. I spent like twelve or fifteen bucks at like a Walmart, and it, it's honestly, it's been it's been ba the whole time. All right. Like going places, and I can leave the house and get somewhere with more battery has been like a lifesaver. <laughs> Because before I used to be like basically racing against the clock, my phone would be dying anywhere I went. Well, really, it was the blizzard that forced me into the situation where I used a car charger. I hadn't used one in, in probably five or six years, and I had yeah. to. I knocked on my neighbors upstairs because I was like, I don't have a car charger at this point in my life anymore. Like I'm a grown up. I plug it in at night, and it charge it stays charged all day. Like I don't have this problem. Yeah, bad. I used the battery as it was intended. Yeah, so, you know, it was day two of the blizzard, and finally my battery is going to die. Dying. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to borrow a like, car Do you charger. have a car charger? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, they had one. They, they had, like, ten. They're kids. Oh, they okay. both were like, yeah, I've got, like, four right here. They're like, ah, sick. I'm an old man. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it like, that's weird, but thank you. <laughs> Um, Do I have a car charger? I think I need a car charger. I think that's what happened. I feel like they probably just buy one every time they need one, and then now they're just like, "You all." They're here. like, "Oh no, I didn't take it with me, and now I have to buy another one." Honestly, that probably happens to more people than I care to comment. I mean, 
honestly. I've I've heard I've heard worse things. Right. Because if you take a car charger into the house, it's never making it back out to the car. Right. Unless you're like, oh, I took this into the house for some reason and then like while it was still in your hand went back to the car right like as soon as you set it down gone no and that's a given that is an absolute given <laughs> um like as long as it doesn't leave your hand all right i'm gonna ask it's you bound this. to your hand like kratos yeah because otherwise it's just today okay so today i went to the laundromat and did laundry or like yesterday i should say and mm-hmm. um to leave the house it took three trips Halfway to my car before I remembered I forgot something three times in mm-hmm. a row. Nice. I walked out the first time without my wallet, and I was like, well, I can't go to the laundromat without my wallet. Got about halfway to the car, and then I remembered, oh, I forgot the bag that has all my detergent and dryer sheets in it. Can't leave without that. Got about halfway out the car and remembered, oh, I had bought a monster so that this morning I could get going. Because <laughs> like I was walking to the car and I was like, God, it's so early. And I was like, Oh, I, I had something for this. What? <laughs> I I prepared my the, the breakfast of champions, right. a can of Monster Energy. <laughs> yeah. That that's honestly what it was. And then I bought a breakfast jack on the way to the laundromat. There you go. Put the laundry in the washer. That. Go out to the car, eat a breakfast jack, chug a Monster, watch YouTube videos till my alarm goes off again. Go back in, change them over, do the same thing. Big, huge champion. Um, do you want to do your thing? You want to talk about the Kickstarter? What do you want to do here? Uh, we can talk about your Kickstarter. All right, Kickstarter funded over the weekend. I'm excited. Issue three of Fantastic. Department of Metahuman Affairs is now on the books. Uh, probably about six weeks out. Um, ooh, fancy. I got to get the money in. Kickstarter will take about two weeks to do that. They they take their time with the money. Well, they're like, I got to make sure this is kosher. You know, they like sneeze on it or something. I don't know. <laughs> They hold up every single credit card transaction to a light bulb. <laughs> That's what they do. Like, like it's applicable. They print out the sheet and then they look at it through a light bulb. Yeah, they hold it up to a light bulb and they look it over up and down a couple of times. You take one of those counterfeit pens, swipe it. Um, then they, uh, I, I love the story behind that, by the way. I can go into a tangent about the, the color changey thing. The counterfeit pen? Yeah. I'm all ears. What do you mean? So apparently one of the people that figured out how to counterfeit hundreds was like incredibly upset because they couldn't, they could get it to pass all the other tests except the marker. Oh, like it just wouldn't, it wouldn't work. And then the phone book. Yep. And yeah. I found out it was, it was a phone book page. And I like to imagine that they were just like upset and just like marking everything. And then finally they were like, oh, that worked. <laughs> And then what's crazy about a phone book is, like, that's already almost the same kind of feeling paper as money. Right. So, like, as soon as you did that, and then you just figured it out, and then, you know, wizardry, and then, bam, counterfeits. Yeah, counterfeiting is a really that's... weird thing. Um, you know what they used to do? And this was, the like, the most effective that I had ever heard of. Um, these guys would take ones, completely uh, wash them of ink, and print 20s on them. So the bills already felt right because they they were bills, uh, but they weren't twenties. And then to change it back into regular money, these guys would take five dollar cab rides all over New York City all day long, and make change with all the cabbies. No, oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, money, money, money laundering, and money like scrubbing and counterfeit, like all that stuff's terrifying. It's, well, it's, it's it's a lot harder now than it was back back in the day that's for sure that's uh there's no getting around that um oh yeah well like as, as technology improves well stuff gets more post 9 11 that was actually I've, I've seen some interesting articles where they talk about post 9 11 one of the goals was to basically make cash incredibly traceable because it's it's not the the security threat isn't that there's a guy willing to do a terrible thing because there are always those people security threat is that there were people willing to bankroll guys doing terrible things right. so that they need to they need to be able to trace the money track keep track of the money and, and find the bad not the bad actors but the people funding the bad actors right. um, and so now money's a lot harder to move around that's definitely for sure which is less fun for people like you and I who, who essentially live in cash industries. Right, because we're like, well, I'll see you when I figure it right. out. Like, oh man, starting starting to sell stuff on eBay was 
annoying. Yeah, especially in the very begin- beginning when, like, they oh, hold man. your money my account has rep. Yeah, now that my account has, like, rep and I've sold a lot on there, like, it's so much easier now because it's basically, like, as soon as they pay, I have it. And it's like, all right, cool, sick. But before it was like, oh, sorry, Chief, it's going to be a 72-hour waiting period. Oh, sorry, Chief, it's going to be a week before you can get this. Oh, sorry, Chief. Well, this $4 is going to take you four days. It's like, oh, my god! Right. When I first started, you know, when I was doing Spogomics, uh, I would, you know, I would get stuff and I would, some rare items I would sell, not in the shop, but just on my own through eBay. And, yeah, I would get absolutely murdered waiting for the money, um, especially in the beginning because there was some high-ticket stuff. Remember the, the action figure, the Baghead Spider-Man? That was mm-hmm. like a $300 action figure for whatever reason. Um, and so it, it, eBay held that money for a month. Yeah. Um, because I was a brand new seller and that was one of the first things I sold. And then that hero click, uh, no Hulk no, from fear right. itself. That one was like 150 bucks. So like two of my first seven things I sold were these high dollar collectible items. eBay, like they dragged their feet. They were like, yeah, the way your account's uh, activity is going, we'll probably hold the money for the first 30 transactions. I was like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Just brutal. Yeah. And so like, but I've always hated eBay, the, the fees and all that. I tried to, uh, I had a piece I was trying to sell here and I was trying to do it. I had a couple hero clicks that I wanted to move and I sold two of them. Almost immediately on a, on a Facebook group, but one of them, no one had any interest in at all. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and tried to go. I had BMAC put it on eBay because he's already got an eBay account and all the other stuff. I said, I need to get 45 out of it. Anything over the 45, you keep. He said, all right, cool. That thing didn't move at all. Yeah. eBay, eBay is such a, like, sometimes it's like, instantaneously and i mean it depends on the game and the popularity like Yu-Gi-Oh for me like i'm able to sell Yu-Gi-Oh so fast on ebay oh i'm sure i literally nothing 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 that i've sold in Yu-Gi-Oh has ever taken like i guarantee you more than like a week oh, I, I, I'm... like that's like that's like peak and then like when i'm trying to sell my other like smaller card games oh my god it'll be there for months <laughs> dragging its feet and i'm like Please, this is such a steal. Just take it from Why me. Why won't you take this? Um, somebody was telling me. Oh, Joey was telling me. I, I can't say who he was talking about, but they got into doing the sports cards. Um, mm-hmm. and so now they're selling. They're buying and selling the sports cards, right? So they're buying the boxes. They're selling. Personally, they're selling the super high end stuff on their own. Then they're giving some buddies the rest of them to just sell on eBay. And so the other ones, so the buddies are selling like all the. Five dollar, two dollar, three dollar cards, but even they're yeah. turning out hundreds of dollars in transactions because there's so there's such a high volume moving on the cards right now. Yeah, collectibles have really blown up this past year. Everybody couldn't go out to eat, so they had extra money. I think I really, yeah. really, really think this was a part of it. There's a lot of people who have not set foot in a restaurant over a year. Um, so just think about whatever their eating out budget was. Let's say it was three times a month. Well, that's that's two hundred fifty dollars a month that they're keeping in their pocket. Right. Yeah. It's 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 huge. So, huge. so by middle of the year, all of a sudden, eBaying and Amazoning some of these collectibles became like a huge thing. It really did. Yeah. It's been massive. Speaking. Yes. Of unwise spending. Habits. You have fallen into a trap like a brown recluse I... lunging. I am I am I have embarked on the greatest nerd journey that anyone can go and that is miniatures. I am starting Warhammer 40,000. You're a fool. Ah, the I haven't even played HeroClix in this long and I'm still like, ah yes, even more complex miniature uh, game that takes even more effort. So for those who don't know, Warhammer is um, it's the it's the titan of the wargaming. Yeah, it, it, it's a strategy game, but it's the one that you've been, if you've seen the people with the giant tables full of armies and buildings and trees and structures with the measuring tapes and the rulers rolling thirty dice. That's Warhammer, um, and yeah. each player will select a 
a faction or an army, and there's like 20 different types of armies you can choose from, and then the matches are based on the point value of the particular army you're fielding. Um, there's a lot of rules that go into it. Each of the different little army guys has different skill sets. There's different little things that can happen. So the dice matter, there's rules. The books, even for the armies that you field, are incredibly thick. Um, it is a, yeah, it is a so deep game. It is, it is very deep. It has amazing... Honestly, just the coolest lore. Like, the Warhammer universe is one that is, like... It's definitely dark. It is definitely not for <laughs> children. Um, It's pretty intense stuff. A lot of death, a lot of murder, a lot of war, uh, a lot of racism. Good. I mean, this sounds like something everyone should play. Uh, Well, usually it's specifically towards aliens. There's a lot of them that don't <laughs> like aliens. Which, I mean, to be fair, one of them are basically xenomorphs that eat everything... Uh, one of them is just uh, the the orcs are just big dumb fungus people that like fighting stuff. Uh, that's obviously the one I chose. Good for you. Uh, the main man Jarek is hooking me up big time. So thanks, Jarek, if you ever hear this, uh, appreciate it. Yes, he's made you the uh, enjoy enjoy my money thoroughly. <laughs> the deal of a lifetime. Uh, but yeah, I'm just I'm, it's so exciting, but man, it's there's such a barrier to entry. If I didn't get this basically one-time amazing deal out of literally nowhere, it would have been such a journey. Yeah, no, <laughs> and and that's what it's an incredibly so like, game to get into. Um and like you can start cheaper if you need it and like test it out, but like getting to like cuz the standard like competitive level is 2000 oh points. God, that's huge. Right, 2,000 points, right? And then, like, so, like, the standard orc boy, which is what they're called, are, are literally eight points. So you're talking about, I mean, what, like, a, 200, 200, 300 little orc boys? With, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, the average, so the averages will run, will run usually anywhere from 90 to 120 orc boys. <laughs> and that's not even, that's not even including everything. Like, why? Just why? It's and like and when you when when you say just loads of dice, buckets of dice. Literally, orcs are the worst ones at that. So they have a weapon that. So each orc has two attacks, and if there's a bunch of them, they get another attack. And if they're equipped with a, a specific weapon, they get another attack. So, so you're sweet. So you're literally it's per boy, and boys can be in groups of so 30. thirty of them each attacking four times. So suddenly it's one hundred and twenty. You're rolling. You're rolling 120 <laughs> dice. It is frankly really dumb. But man, is it kind of cool? And I've really fallen down the rabbit hole. There's so, it's such a, it's like simultaneously really welcoming because the community is really nice and they're always like, oh, do this. You can save money this way. Oh, buy on eBay, right. you know, buy secondhand. And like they're really supportive and they're really cool. And I mean, heck, that's what I'm doing and it's saving me legitimately yeah that is the one thing eight hundred dollars the game that when people want to change over they have to basically sell out the other armies people don't keep multiple armies at a time well some do some some real enthusiasts are like yeah i spent like four g's and i have awesome collection is super swag but those are also people that are super invested in playing the game for literal years like they've been like yeah this is what i've this is this has been my hobby for the past (laughs) however many years Unlike me, who has so many hobbies. Yeah, you're kind of on all the games now. You are the ultimate nerd. I, I, I'm I. The only thing that I don't play consistently that would make me the true giga nerd is D and D. But now D and D's cool, so I have yeah, to. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna wind up in that one if you're not careful. I, I mean, we've That's already true, played. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I saw. Like, it's not like I've never played D and D. I saw a meme the other day that sort of. I was kind of like I was like personally insulted. I think. Um. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was it was comparing it was like, uh, your dad's D anD D, and it was the companions from the Dragonlance series, which is one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Then it was like yeah. modern D anD D, and it's a picture of the Mighty Nine from the Critical Role kids, and huh. I, I felt personally attacked by that. Uh, yeah, yeah you're old. you know what? It's one of the few times I'll totally cop to it. I think the companion is probably one of the best stories ever. Um, as far as like 
it's right up like it it should have its own movies like Lord of the Rings. Um but it was interesting because all the people who were saying stuff were like, Yeah, the companions look mighty white. And they were all they did happen to all be white complected. There's still multiple races and stuff, but they were all white complected. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, Aren't the actors from the Mighty Nine, the critical role actors, aren't all of them all white? Yeah, I, like it's one of those things where it's like you say that and it's like, oh, you, you're actually. Yeah, just I dumb. was like, I was like, um, are the... well, it's like it's like I think there was there was like a there was a character in uh, My Hero Academia who's 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 black and they were they were voiced and is a female and it's like, well, she doesn't sound black. The voice actress for her is black, and it's like, well, why don't you yeah, look that, stupid? That can't be more <laughs> embarrassing. Like, yeah, but she doesn't even sound. She is like, don't even like, just stop there. She is. It's it's not sound anything. Yeah. She is like, what do you yeah. want from her? I I definitely like when I saw the meme for a second, I was like, ouch. And then I was like, wait a minute. It's not like the critical role people are, are somehow more diverse. Like they just right. pretend to be more diverse, like because they play green people. Like what are we talking about? Right. I, I don't know. I was Jeez. I was annoyed by that, but yeah, that. If not a Dungeons and Dragons game, we do need some sort of Dragonlance game. Like, where's that? Who's making that? It's just called just just play just play Dragonlance, but in D and D world, easy done. It's not like the rules would be that hard to convert. I'm playing right now, and when I got invited to one, we're uh, doing like Strahd, and um, um, got a, I, I've got a fun build going. Where I, I so I never have used a magic user before, so I'm learning how to do magic right. Uh, and yeah. so I'm playing. My brain is too small for me. Well, yeah. like I just, it was very overwhelming in the beginning, so I chose to do ones who had things I understood at least, because it was, you know, I, I still needed to learn the rest of the game. Now that I think I understand the rest right. of the game, now let me learn the magic. So I'm playing a sorcerer. Um, so like the magic comes innately to me, but I have less spell slots and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But I found this neat background where it's uh, like. Uh, I don't know what it's called. I, I've called like the dark one, like is like what the background is called, and it's where like the sorcerer has encountered some sort of evil presence. It's not like a warlock where like it fuels me, but coming in contact with it has given me like a strange relationship with death. Like the first time in a combat situation where I would die, I can roll a die, and if I roll out of it, I can't die that battle. Oh yes. wow. And then, like, uh, just starting out, I had uh, the ability to see in pitch black darkness and even magic darkness up to 200 feet. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. This is baller. Like, he's like the, it's like the haunted one or something like that. But, like, like touched by darkness. Yes. So, in mine, I was like, the the backstory I came up with for that was that, like, he was a member of, like, a little hill tribe of people, and a death cult came and killed everyone and sacrificed them to the little death god. And, like, he was hiding, so he saw the whole thing happen, and he saw the actual Death God, like, come out and kill the cult people, like, to celebrate and then go off on its own little adventures. But because he was in such close proximity to, like, an actual evil ancient thing, like, it it changed him. Right. So, like, he can see in the dark now. He's got extra night vision. So, like, he's, he's, he's basically a villain in another villain's world now. That's it's sort of, of fun because I'm playing him a little bit like a jerk because everyone else in the group is like a, a true hero. So yeah. like I tease them when they make weird, morally ambiguous decisions that are heroic but incorrect, sort of. Yeah, like it's definitely heroic, but definitely not super heroic. And you're like, oh, nice well, job. Like, guys. We came across we were we're pretty sure these families were selling their kids to be turned into these pastries, uh, which yeah. I, as a villain, I tried one. They were delicious. Um, but we stopped the, the pastry people from taking one of the kids, but it wasn't like the parents were fighting back. The pastry people like knocked on the door, the, the kids crying, but the, the family just gives the kid up. No problem. So we take the kid back to the family and the family's like, Oh, thanks. And they look really uncomfortable about it. Well, the heroes of the group decided that that night while we slept, they were going to go kidnap the kid and get him out of town when we leave town in the morning. And they were like, obviously, we won't tell your character. And I was like, I don't know. I think my character would just go just to watch you guys commit kidnapping. Yeah. Like, 
like, yeah, the parents definitely sold them and you brought them back. So taking them away wouldn't necessarily be the, the wrong decision. But, like, what are you going to do what? with it? You're going to kidnap this kid. Yeah, congratulations, you kidnapped a child. So, like, when we get to town, like, they gave him, like, a stable, like, to be a stable hand. And it's like, great, this is way better for him. Like, and then the stable hand <laughs> ate him because he was a right. cannibal. He sold him back to the pastry people when they came to this town. Like, <laughs> like you've, you've, not, you've done nothing but delay the inevitable. <laughs> he was predestined to be a pastry. Also, the pastries were delicious, according to my character. So, is this even really justice? I don't know if that's the question we should be asking, but as a villain, I'll accept. <laughs> but definitely, like, they were like, I was like, so let me get this straight. You guys are the heroes, and we're kidnapping a kid. Yeah, okay. Good job, guys. Took three adventures for you guys to lose all sense of morality. <laughs> I, I, love, I love trying to play the moral hero here. <laughs> yeah. That's why whenever I played orcs, I just try to be a jerk sometimes. Just smash things. Yeah. I liked calling. We had a paladin that I kept calling. Like He would like... He would help with like gardens and stuff. I called him the flower knight the entire time. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun nerd-assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, the Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventures League to miniature painting uh, to even competitive card play and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. All right, welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, check out Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. And, um, yeah, Nico, before we get too much further into anything, why don't you go ahead and tell our friends about The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open and at full operating hours. You are going to need a mask if you want to come inside. Uh, Despite the lift on the order, we still require them in the store. Uh, But if you want to be a little bit more safe, they do have delivery and curbside options available. They do have events running back up Monday, March 15th. That's today. From 4 to 8 p.m. is Miniature Mondays. Hey, maybe I'll start coming in on like every day of the week now because I have something to do. Yeah, just move in. <laughs> just move into the adventure begins. Uh, Miniature Monday. So every Monday you can come on down, hang out, paint, construct, show off your minis. Uh, and you can ask the in-store associates for access to store paint and supplies. Tuesday, March 16th is the Dragon Ball uh, CCG store tournament. $5 entry. Uh, they do have some cool prizes and stuff for that available. Saturday, March 20th at 2 p.m. is the Pokemon Casual Meetup. And the same day at 6 p.m. is Hammer Time. Warhammer and Tabletop Warhammer Meetups are back. Bring your armies, hang out. Maybe I'll join in with some Warhammer games and my life will truly be uh, over. So come on down to the image begins. <laughs> Comics, games, and more. They got all your they got all your nerd supplies there. Got comic books, got your your manga and your anime stuff. They got card game stuff, all kinds of things that you would want if you're a nerd. Come on down to the Adventure Begins comics teams and more right there off of 1488. That's right. They've, uh, they've got my books in the subscription box. I get a discount when I go. You should too. Get those loyalty points, build them up, use them to get discounts on things. Discounts. Uh, you can get private rooms with them. You can use all. You can use them for basically everything. It's pretty awesome. Woo! Um, all that being said, um, I got a question for you, Nico. Ooh, what, what is it? I'm always concerned. Okay. Now you are a college student. Uh, currently, uh, yes. And an adult dependent because Uh of your educational situation. Correct. So 
This is your first stimulus check coming your way. What are you going to spend it on? What? I have a stimulus check? <laughs> you got one coming, son. Is that how that works? That's kind of cool. You got $1,400 coming your way. What? Yeah. Now, the oh, way this world by the way, you're going to be rich forever. Um, with this, uh, this, You'll have this $1,400. Well, actually, now that you're playing Warhammer, this money's probably already spent and you don't even know it yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I might sacrifice it to the blood gods at this point. <laughs> you know, so, uh, make, give me, like, a guesstimate. Top three things you might th- you think you might spend your money on here. $1,400. Uh, so, maybe a new computer. Uh, okay, that's not a bad one. The ones I have are, the, the one I have upstairs is, like, a big tower, but it's, like, a million years old at this point and can't run anything. Um... It doesn't give up immediately, but it's not, you know, the greatest thing on the planet because it's literally like eight years old. True, true. Uh, and then my laptop doesn't hold battery anymore, so that's cool. Oh, uh, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, so I'm basically tethered to a wall, which is not the coolest thing ever when you're trying. Well, to be fair, my laptop's not even like portable. It's enormous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the big blue one. Yeah, yeah, that's not small. It's it barely fits in my backpack. Like I have to like. It's like, it's like twenty sh- inches. Yeah, it? I, have, I have to shimmy. So my back, my my backpack has like it's the entire length of the backpack. It like opens up and it has like a section for like computers. <laughs> uh, it's enormous and it barely fits. Nailed it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that would probably be like the number one thing, probably. But honestly, right now, like just nerd stuff. All right. You you would stimulate the economy with that. That would work. Yeah, that would work. I'd probably spend it at our uh, very, very fond friends. The adventure begins, or Jarek, because he's taking all of my money. <laughs> You're getting a heck of a deal on those things, though. Oh no, for sure. Like, it's 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 a good chunk of money, but nowhere near how much he spent on it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but he's just getting some back for having them for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it is still an investment, though. But that is how those work, kind of a little bit. Yeah, and you can use them for a long time. Um. Okay. So, computer. I think that's a good. I think that's a good one. Uh. So, if not that, then like nerd stuff. So, like Warhammer now, or like I don't know any of the many billion card games I play. And then third, honestly, that's all I do. Kind of nothing, I guess. Like, my life is consumed by nerd hobbies, so, like, I kind of have nothing else to spend money on. That's fair. That's fair. Like, it's not like I'm a car guy. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a new thing on my car. Like, it's like my car functions. I'm going to put a new carburetor on it. You know what I'm going to use this money on? That's right. I'm going to get my oil changed and my car cleaned. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's like nine bucks, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it's about that's it. (laughs) That's not a bad use of it, though. I like that. That's a good usage. Yeah, I think I think my the number one item on my list. I I, I want I want a fancy mattress. I want a nice fancy mattress. Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. Sleeping good, you know the whole the, your day starts when it ends. That's right. So I think that's a good investment in me is a mattress. Yeah, that sounds super solid. Getting a good uh, mattress, man. When my mom got her new bed. Uh, after like Harvey, yeah. And the first night, I I slept in that bed once. Rock, you couldn't <laughs> move me if the world ended there. I would have slept peacefully. It would have been like that one little Homer Simpson meme where he's like snuggled up in the bed and everything's on <laughs> fire behind him. That was literally me. See, that's what I'm talking about. I need something like that in my life. Yeah, I might get a new bed. I've always had the hand me down beds or whatever from the family. This would be. I think this is the first time no one's bought a new mattress in a while. You know what I'm saying? So, like, let's move the old one. And I've always taken the old mattress because, well, when you're a single, you know, guy in your 20s, you can sleep through anything. But now I'm 37 and, like, the mattresses are old. They're not comfortable anymore. Like, now it's time to maybe get something get you nice. a, Get you a fancy mattress. Ooh. Go fancy. Um, get you, a, like, a purple or something. Actually, I don't know. Purple mattresses are kind of weird. I, I was intrigued by it, but I want to. I want to. I might go into an actual mattress store and actually investigate. Like, well, I mean, like 
clearly the the big brain idea is that you just use as many mattress like you can sleep on this mattress for three hundred ninety. <laughs> just keep going from free from free survey to free survey. Exactly. All right. Okay. I mean, I don't hate the idea. Because <laughs> like, there's like, I think Purple does that, and then like Casper does that. I have like seen those. I know days. what you're talking about. Where they're like, the first hundred eighty days are free. Right, and it's like, oh, you don't like it, just send it back. And you're like, even if you do like it, you're like, oh, I'm gonna send it back. And if you don't, I guess you can just keep it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, big brain, only large brain ideas in this household. Um, I saw something horrifying uh, the other day on YouTube. Well, I mean, what's new if YouTube is like the world's consciousness streamed? So it's a real thing, though, that people do. Uh, and essentially, Terrifying. if you're so, I like to watch the chiropractor videos, right? And yeah. there's a guy who, who specializes in like the nose and the face. Okay. Ooh, that's terrifying. Don't touch my face. So what he so like this guy he stands starts off... on someone's face. <laughs> so this guy starts <laughs> off explaining that like when he blows air through his nostrils out, one nostril he feels air coming, and the other one he doesn't. And doctor's like, yeah, it's quite common, blah, blah, blah. Like, one of your nostrils is kind of just closed off by, like, the structure of your head. Um, he then gets out, like, this skull that has many different colored pieces. And he explains that the skull is, like, six or seven different bones that are all, like, lined up and touching. Yeah, they're and all fused can... together. Right, but they're not part, like, you can move them around a little bit. Yeah, and that's so, how so you... like, some, some of the ones, in, especially in your nose, are, are like, they, they move. They're not, like, solid. Right, and so, like, the, there's bones in your face, and there's a structure to your face that you can, like, release pressure from and get to start moving around and blah, blah, blah. And so what the guy does, though, is he takes a balloon, and they shove it up your nose, and then he, with the balloon and an air pump, basically cracks those closed-off ways open. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. My bones are twitching as you say that. That is disgusting. And I'm watching this guy do it, and basically... You can just watch it on YouTube? Yeah, the guy, yeah. Well, it doesn't show you... I mean, it's it's on the side angle of the patient and the doctor. But the, the patient, like, freaks out every time he does it. He's like, he's like, okay, remember, you have to keep your mouth closed for this to work. And the guy's like, okay. And so, like, his whole body, like, reacts the second the doctor starts pushing the air through the balloon. Uh, But he keeps his mouth closed. But he's, like, forcing his body to keep his mouth closed. But you can see his whole body, like, moving. Yeah, because he's he's never done that before. And the second the balloon comes back out, like, the guy's, like, blowing his nose and his eyes are watering. He's like, yeah, that was intense. Like, it's (laughs) – it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like it's like those COVID tests, but way worse because they stick the swab like way in your face. Right, it's way worse because once they're up there, then they blow a balloon up. Right, it's like <laughs> getting a cotton swab in your nose and then just exploding it, <laughs> just expanding it and do it, turning it into a poodle inside your head. Terrifying, <laughs> scary. And then the guy starts like cracking the bones of the face and the skull. And he's like, yeah, we're getting a lot of movement here today. Remember the first time we tried this, we didn't we didn't really want to move, but now it's it's really gliding along. Yeah, because you're breaking my face. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like it's like if you broke your arm, right? And then you're just like wiggling the bits around. They're like, oh yeah, real flexible are we today? And you're like, no, my arm is broken. <laughs> yeah, the pieces are really gliding now. <laughs> That's what they said about your 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 feet when they exploded. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The toes are really just gliding everywhere. Um, yeah, because they're they're not attached right now. Yeah. <laughs> One of the so okay, so I had the Liz Frank foot injury right when I, mm-hmm. when I had the car accident, and so essentially the bones of my foot were like squeezed like a juice box. Yeah. Um, and then like with a little twist to it. Well, the doctor was like, um, sometimes with the Liz Frank, we don't have to do a surgery. If you, we're just, lucky. you just slide it back into place. And I, and so my mom and I are sitting there and I'm looking at him and I was like, you want to, you want to see if you're lucky. And he's like, well, I just want the opportunity maybe to try. You never know. It could work. And so, I mean, listen, at this point, my legs already exploded. 
my like bones have come out of me at this point. Like, whatever, man, do your best. Like, try it. <laughs> it can't get any worse than now. <laughs> right. It's already been a long day, and I've been, and it's like two in the afternoon. Right. Like, I'm already over it. I said, "All right, man, let's try it." So he takes like medical wire and wraps it around two of the toes, and is just yanking on it like he's trying to bring in a trout. Like he's gonna get everything to like. You ever see like an instant tent? Like if you could hold like the middle pole of a tent and stretch it out, and like the whole tent would set up. Yeah, that kind of a concept. I think he was trying to pull the middle bones in such a way that the whole foot would just line back up. Right, and then like because your body's natural, like it like slide back into place, basically. Kind of because everything's connected, right? Right. So he is just yanking on these bad boys and yanking on them. Keep in mind, everything in my foot is broken. Right. Everything's gone. <laughs> and he's just cranking away on my foot for a good five minutes. Finally, I look at mom and I was like, can you have him stop doing that now? <laughs> and the doctor, he's like two feet away. He hears me. But I don't want to say to him stop because I've kind of told him he could do it. So he stops. He's looking at me and he's like, it's not working, is it? I was like, ah, it doesn't feel like it's working, man. Like, <laughs> it's still broke. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it feels like you're just yanking on a broken foot, but I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong about the whole experience. <laughs> and so he's like, okay, all right, no problem. When I come out of surgery, the only – I recognize him as the only person I recognize when the, all the people are around me. And he goes, hey, remember how we were trying to line your foot back up? He goes – Turns out we wouldn't have been able to. Your ligaments were caught on some of those bones. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's even worse. Because he was like, yeah, I'm going to try this. Yeah, he was just yanking away. Open uh, SME. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it wouldn't have worked anyway. It's totally locked on the way in. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, cool. That's all I was thinking about watching this guy like maneuver this other person's face. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, man, here we go. <laughs> like stress <laughs> fracture your head open so we can right. see the nose air working it's like yep I'm having trouble opening this jar of pickles but I can definitely twist this guy's skull around now no problem <laughs> like this moving his skull cap like a jar so he can get to his brain <laughs> now I will say this I've heard MMA fighters swear by the ballooning the nasal cavities opening thing they say it helps them breathe they do it like the week before the fight it, it helps them sleep better the whole week leading up to the fight, so they feel more energized. Plus, it helps them breathing in the ring when they've got the mouth guard and they're excited. They want as much oxygen as possible. Um, but those guys just their face broken. So yeah, I mean, it must be really easy to re-break your face after someone's going to literally smash it in later. So yeah, they're I, just like I like to imagine they're like those little like toys that like you like squeeze the bottom and like they fall over. It's just their face. <laughs> You know, like, I love the balloon because it, it inflates my face after it's going to get punched inward. <laughs> it's like the cartoons when the guy used to, like, blow on his thumb to reinflate himself. Exactly. I imagine it's just that. I, you know, a little bit more extreme. But the reaction that the guy had... The oh, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's awful the first time. I'm like, sure, like, once you're used to it, it's, like, a little bit better. Maybe no, you never get used to it. He did it to him four times. Apparently, there's three pathways in each in each nostril. Oh, so yeah, he's just it. It might just be a vicious reaction to your body, like being like, "That's not supposed. That's not what right. it's supposed to be." Well, I mean, if you think, like it's applying a bunch of pressure inside your the front of your skull, I'm sure there's a massive reaction to that, and I'm sure it hurts. But every single time, the reaction from the guy, it yeah. looks like he's like a fish out of water, like the way his body like jumps. Yeah, well, I mean, if you ever get hit in the face, it's probably like that, but like Don't slower. So over that. Oh man, like you get hit in like I ran into a wall one time at Laser <laughs> Tag, and I like I hurt it hurt so bad, like I'm crying, and like just because it hurts so bad, and like my nose hurts, and like can't see anything. <laughs> I ran into that wall hard. <laughs> this that's a true thing the, with the eyes watering. Uh, growing up, I remember always hearing like. If you're going to be in a fight, you punch a guy in the nose. And you either break his nose or you, you get as much into the nose as you can. Uh, and if the guy still wants to fight after that, if he can even see you, you're going to lose the fight. Yeah. But that's that's how you decide if, it, if you're going to win or lose, right there. Yeah, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. That's right. Mike Tyson's the smartest, scariest person on the planet, just for that one quote. Right. 
Um, I guess all that being said, we're kind of up against it here, huh? Uh, yeah, just about. All right. Um, so on behalf of little brother Nico and myself, on behalf of the Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more, same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. Um, it sounds like we actually got a hundred million vaccines in fifty days. Look at that. That's Look at us. That's pretty impressive, man. That's a crazy fast number. Um, they're well, now saying that we're on pace to double it and also be essentially completely unrestricted in movement and capacity to hang out come 4th of July. Huge. Huge. That's amazing. That's super impressive. All of that being said, I'm excited. I think that's a great accomplishment. Um, I know there's all kinds of people who want to play politics and say so-and-so should think so-and-so. I'll be honest. I think this administration has proven that they are the ones who are succeeding at being well-prepared. Uh, and I stand and I use the stimulus checks as evidence of that. Biden signed the bill into law Friday, the stimulus, the stimulus package. By Friday afternoon, the IRS was direct depositing funds into people's checking accounts. Right. That's pretty impressive. Um, all that being said, stay safe, take care of yourself. Let's keep wearing the masks. Uh, the city of Austin won its lawsuit uh, or AG Paxton sued the city of Austin trying to make them uh, accept the governor's order of lifting the mask mandate. The judge stayed that case for two weeks. Uh, it looks like we still need to be at least precautious and safe for the time being. And obviously, that's the safer we are now, the easier it's going to be to get rid of this. Exactly. And, you know. Time moves, and it, it's a positive direction we're moving in, so let's keep it that way. Right. Also, if you've got one of those $9,000 power bills, uh, just so you know, the entire state of Texas has abandoned you, and they're expecting you to pay that. Um, uh, good luck, I guess. Yeah. The assistant governor of Texas, Dan Patrick, uh, got mad and said that Abbott should just fix it, and Abbott went on TV and said he doesn't have the ability like, he doesn't have the right as governor to fix it. So everyone's dodging. No one's fighting it. You're on your own now. Welcome to Texas. Uh, all that being said, take care of yourself. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay clean. Fight the power. Black Lives Matter. Thanks for listening, guys. Everyone have a great Monday. We will see you on Thursday for Nerd Thug Sports. Later. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun nerd assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventures League to miniature painting uh, to even competitive card play and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.